Welcome to Artificial Ghost Radio, your unofficial guide to navigating the airwaves. I'm Miles. Uh, and I'm Mars. Hi. <laughs> and I'm Mars. Hey, how you doing? Hey, get uh, out of here. Yeah, yeah. What the fuck are you... <laughs> are you playing what? Smash? What? What do you mean? Mars, are you playing Smash? What, what do you what do you mean, Miles? I can hear you jumping. What do you what do you mean? I can hear you hadoukening. No, I don't I don't play Ryu. Are you kidding me? I'm playing No, I mean if I was playing <laughs> Gotcha bitch. If I was playing, I would be playing against Ryu. Anyway, I see. Uh, hi everyone, welcome to the show. Yeah, uh, hi everyone. Hi, how you doing? Mars, we need to make a new rule now that Smash is out. You can't play it during the podcast. <laughs> I can if the volume is down. <laughs> okay, but will you be able to concentrate on my very no, it, um uh, I uh, will, poetic and uh, he, gripping words? He, here's my promise to you, Miles. My and I and I, you know, I swear this on my own grave. Oh Jesus. Um. I, mean, uh, I will instantly forget everything you've said. <laughs> That's every episode. That makes sense. And not and not be funny or good. Some people might argue that that's every episode. Well, actually, we we have only ever gotten like nice comments about the show. That's true. I don't know where they are. Well, maybe we're I don't... just not gripping enough to hate. That is like, nah, fuck it. Yeah. Well, yeah, we're not big enough. We're not controversial. To, uh. Well, some would some some would say. Well, yeah. Us being queer on the internet is controversial. <laughs> I am gay and also on the internet. Hi, I'm so many different, different labels. It's like and... when, like, conservative people are, like, mm-hmm. a, a character, like, in a show that's like, oh my god, they're, like, gay and black? That's impossible. Mm-hmm. And it's like, mm-hmm. man, like, a lot of people are, like, many things. Like, yeah, so I... many different things. So, okay. Uh, and, and we did this, like, when we were just talking to each other, but, le- like, a, a while ago. But let's, let's each go through all of our labels, shall we? <laughs> oh, yeah, we did this over text. Oh, no. So... Okay, so I'm agender, non-binary, asexual, mask romantic, which is a word I made up, but I like a lot. Um, I think you're the only one because everyone else hates man. And uh, and just queer, so five. I'm, um, god, oh, fuck, I can't even remember, bud. <laughs> okay, so I'm transgender, mm-hmm. um... Overall queer, I, I identify queer, like, pretty bigly. Um, pansexual, but also demi-romantic, and also demisexual, and also litho-romantic. <laughs> like, Which is a, a, a term that, um, I hadn't heard before you said it to me, and then instantly forgot what- I know, I- that's know when that you know it's you're like, in the deep dive. Yeah, that, like, I know that the definition is just, is not very complicated or even whatever, I just forgot it. It's, um, like, you like the sort of concept of romance or relationships. Right. That yeah, are yeah, so, yeah. like, like, either something has happened <laughs> to you or, like, something in your brain is like, I don't actually want to experience this either, like, through trust issues or, like, 
something just like your brain chemistry just like sure. not into the idea of actual well yeah relationship. All, all of this is just weird brain chemistry aren't we all just living weird brain chemistry yeah all of our brains are fucking stupid and bad actually i'll get into that when i bring my first song <laughs> oh okay well in that case miles hey what's the theme for this week the theme for this week is a summer jam yes a summer a summer jam because where i am it is summer and where you are it really isn't but maybe you could use a summer jam (laughs) hey i actually like the fall and winter the most me too yeah it, um, it is absolutely my favorite time of year. So yeah, it's I'm sort of getting into like both the summer vibes and the holiday vibes, which are kind of the same for me. Um, so, okay, so that's interesting. That yeah. I, I guess I guess it didn't occur to me that like outside of the U.S., Christmas songs and stuff and holiday songs like on the opposite hemisphere might be might have a totally different vibe than than they do up here. Yeah, we don't actually have that many holiday songs um, from Australia because. Uh, well, I don't you know, even know why. There there are other countries in <laughs> the southern hemisphere that celebrate Christmas besides well, no, of of, Australia. I was just sort of talking about us as a as personally you mean like a- from a- my experience. A- you're talking about uh, us like AUS? Oh god. Yes, yeah, say it again. No. <laughs> it's Oz. It would be, huh? Because it's Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Uh huh. Uh huh. It would, yeah. It would, it would be that, wouldn't it? Instead yep. of instead of what I said, which was wrong and bad. Ass. Oh. Ass. 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 Um. There's a show here, by the way, called The Wizard of Oz, as in Australia. Um. Uh, and it's about a wizard that moves to Melbourne, and it's one of the funniest things I've ever seen. And we should probably watch it, it one day. Isn't there an actual guy? in australia whose name is just like the wizard or something mm-hmm. he was running for parliament cool. yeah did he win no <laughs> no we have um scott morrison in right now he's a bit of a shithead i don't think there i don't think i've ever heard of an australian parliament or prime minister who like the australians didn't hate oh fully Hey, Miles. Hey, Miles. So, uh, going who's going first? first? Like, I think you're going. Am I going first? Yeah. Am I going first? Yeah. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we did that that. <laughs> All right. So, ten minutes in, my first song. What is your uh, first song? My first song is, and um, you might have seen this coming a little bit. But it's Just a Stranger by Caliucci's. Okay, well, yeah. Yeah, uh, I mean, how how could I not? I was expecting it, something in the Caliucci's, Tyler the Creator sort of family of, yeah, of music. Yeah, yeah. Um, because look, it's it's winter as hell over here, or late fall, or whatever the fuck. It's it's December as shit over That's here. Um, doesn't winter in america technically start in january do you why would you why would you know that why would you know why well no then it's winter but i think like officially it starts in january yeah but old seasons sort of bleed into each other exactly well yeah that's kind of anyway um so uh so like yeah if if you are if you are making me bring a summer song in the middle of winter uh then I'm bringing Caliucci's. That's 
uh, because because Isolation is easily the most summery album that I listen to, mm-hmm. and this is the jammiest song on that album. Therefore, it's a it's a summer jam. Yep, sure. So is, let's go. But... <laughs> let's go. Let's listen to it. Let's listen to it now. Turn this shit up. Let's go. She So, sorry. Okay, so Kali Uchis, as an artist, and especially on Isolation, and especially on this song, is a woman who exudes so much power. Yeah, absolutely. And I love that uh, this song on the surface. It, it, it's like you know, with the with the chorus, you know, she wants my hundred dollar bills. She don't want love. Uh, it seems to be, you know, this vain song about fucking cash money. Sure. Which makes sense as this, as like most clubby dance jams as the song kind of is, are about money or sex or sex and money. Yeah. But the more the song goes on and the, uh, and the more you listen to it, the more it's clear that it's about being self-made and taking control of your life and... Never giving up because that's just what you do. Yeah. It's uh, go ahead. Okay. Even like my favorite lines are from verse one. She's a hurricane, mm-hmm. feel the earth shake. If the devil was asleep, she'd make it, she'd knock him wide awake. Um, she explains I love that, that. Like, I fucking love that. Um, she explains that that's because like it's criticizing people who criticize um people who are really bold and like love themselves and mm-hmm. like are confident and like do whatever the fuck they want. Um, and have yeah. people criticize that because they want everyone to be as miserable as them generally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love like the whole energy of this song. It is like it's an energy. It's <laughs> it's a whole like environmental yeah. song. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, this is a this is a song that like it it washes over you like you're standing in the middle of like uh of like the tide you know Mm -hmm. like it's a brilliant song yeah and all the while it never gives up that's that pumpy ass beat you feel that power you feel the control it's great yeah it like it 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 feels like you're standing in the middle of a, of a of a fucking wake and like it's washing over you, but you're not not affected by it. Like you're still you're not getting pulled away. Mm-hmm. It's God. And, She's okay. she is Aphrodite. I love her. I you know I it obviously I've I've talked a lot about how much I love Kaliuchi's on this show, and when we get to our New Year's episode, I'll definitely be talking about her more. Um, and like, sh- I mean, shit, we, we did a whole isolation special when I saw her live, mm-hmm. but I've never really gotten into the nitty gritty of any of her songs before, really. Mm. And this is the song that really convinced me that Kali Uchis was, was worth paying attention to. And not only that was, and is my new favorite artist. And it's only the third song on the album. Yeah. Like w- when I listened to it for the first time. 
Like, I had to stop and listen back to it, like, five times before I let the rest of the album play. Mm -hmm. And here's the thing, like, it is so signaturely Carly, but also Mm -hmm. because it's at, like, the top of the album, like, that's where a lot of the sort of, um, like, radio sort of, uh, not radio-friendly generally, but, like, likely should be played on the radio because it's really catchy. um, Yeah. Songs are. And, um, I feel like that's important to address because with Summer Jams, that is often, like, a very popular song at the time, like, one that's, like, everyone can jam to and i think this is a mm-hmm. song that fucking everyone can jam to it's incredible i yeah. love it yeah a- a- absolutely absolutely um yeah so i was introduced to caliucci's through tyler to the creator uh he was sharing the album when it dropped and i just happened to see it and just happened to give it a shot mm-hmm. and like obviously i consider myself very lucky that i w- that i found the album but not only that like She's one of those artists that, like, and this will probably be a theme that we do at some point, but she's an artist that, like, like I hadn't realized that I'd heard before Yeah. when listening to the album. I mean, obviously, she was on Flower Boy by Tyler, the creator, mm-hmm. um, but she was also on the Gorillaz album Humans yeah. on She's My Caller, which is easily... One of my favorite songs on that album before you'd even heard any of Kelly's original music. Yeah. I mean, that's how like, I found her as well. Like, I found her on After the Storm because Tyler was mm-hmm. in it. Yeah. Um, and, like, this al- the album immediately resonated with me. Like, it, but, like, like I said, when I heard the... the this song for the first time like like i couldn't let the rest of the album play mm-hmm. like i had to give this song its space yeah. i had to give this song its due diligence and listen to it uh a lot this is okay i'm gonna get into something and i'm gonna okay. take you along for the journey and okay now i'm taking over your segment fuck you it's my song now um okay this is how like i love that i'm doing this also like not on the isolation special but here <laughs> <laughs> Could have done on the other Whatever. Whatever. Isolation as a whole, like as an album. It reminds me of this time when I was, I think I was 15, 14 or 15. Um, and because we, like, you finish at summer, um, the end of the year for us. Uh, and I was sure. walking home from school, uh, which is like a good 30, 40 minute walk. And it was the biggest, heaviest summer storm of the entire season, of the entire year. Uh, and I was walking home in it. And, <laughs> and, um, I went to an all girls school. I was wearing my, like, shitty dress and, like, fucking wool jumper. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. stunk like shit afterwards. Um, and I was completely alone walking home. But, like, I, there was this moment, and I didn't have an umbrella, I didn't have a raincoat, because I like walking in the rain. Um, and I was so completely isolated walking through this fucking heavy rain. Um, but I felt, like, really happy. And this was, like, in the middle of me, like, discovering I had mental illness and, like, mm-hmm. sort of dealing with that, trying to, like, learn how to live my life after that point. And I was actually feeling so fucking joyous because this had happened, that I was being able to walk through this huge storm. And that's what isolation feels like to me. Like, the album, that's, like, it feels like a summer storm. It feels like you are completely alone amid this, like, fucking huge chaotic weather. Like, <laughs> I don't know how else to describe it. Wow, that... I, uh, that's a really, like, that's actually a really cool story, um, <laughs> in, in, in relation to the album, because, like, I mean, fuck, it's called Isolation, you're talking about feeling isolated in the middle of a storm, mm-hmm. it's too, it's almost too perfect, it's almost too apt. It is. Like. And it's just, it's hot, and it's wet, and it's awful, but it's incredible, I don't know how else to describe it. I really like Isolation. Yeah, yeah it's, I mean... 
God, this is probably my album of the year, most likely. Mm-hmm. We'll get into that. We'll get into that yeah. later. Wait, we're definitely going um, to do a special. We'll do a whole thing. Um, but anyway, like, I I don't have much else to say on this song. Uh, actually, I mean, I feel like we've talked a lot about it because it's so damn good. If you um, want more, then go listen to the Isolation Special. Go listen again, to the fucking Isolation Special. We talked for, like, over an hour about her. Also, if just, like, listen to the song. Like, the, we yeah, can't no, explain the it song. more than it is. It's just really good. Listen to the album. It's got this... This, this song especially, like has got this amazing bassy production uh like and and like it still feels fresh to me it still feels fresh to me after all this time the song has like has still feels i still feel the same way listening to it now that i did when i first listened to it yeah like this album is perfect let's go listen to it Just also it's it, not to mention all of the socialism in her songs uh <laughs> cough cough your teeth in my neck big approval <laughs> we love that here we we love that here uh but yeah so that's that's all i've got I've, that's all that's all i've got mm-hmm. what hey miles hi miles what is your song my summer jam my summer jam uh my summer jam is i want to get better by the bleachers okay all right i wasn't sure if you would have uh heard this or not it's a no i mean maybe but i i you know i don't have any memory but it's it's from a couple years back so understandable if not um i don't have too much of a of a prelude to the song apart from that the bleachers are an indie pop act out of new york and they have two albums so far as well as a couple of eps and singles um that's about it like I can't really explain the song before listening to it because once I start explaining it, I'll want to just continue and then we won't get anywhere. All right. That's, you know what? Fair fuck enough. Let's, let's give it a listen then. Let's give this a little listen. So, so uh, the Bleachers is a project by Jack Antonoff, who does some other different music projects. Um, and so this song, the production is very Happy Summer Jam. Um, yeah, it it's got this like kind of like glitchy quality to it that I really really enjoy. It is very fun, and I like how like the the music and the vocal quality sort of shifts completely during the chorus. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. And it becomes uh, totally different. Um, so here's the thing about this song: is that mm-hmm. upon listening to it for the first time, I knew the title, so I assumed that it was about um, depression, getting better, that sort of thing. Um, and upon researching, uh, it's actually about how Antonov's sister died in 2002 uh, when she mm-hmm. was 13, and he was seven. 
2017. And throughout the song, he's sort of dealing with his grief and his depression because he's saying lots of things like how he can't feel normal after her funeral, how he mm-hmm. like can't hang out with his friends while they're doing normal teenager things because he has lost one of the only people that he loves. Um, and he wasted a lot of time in his mind sort of worrying about that when she was always going to die because she had cancer. Um, yeah. and she, and, and he sort of tried to protect himself by putting on, like, as he describes it, putting a helmet on a helmet and sort of like trying to protect himself from being hurt again. Um, and this song is about him trying to move on. It's about the grieving process. It's about him like standing at crossroads and thinking that he wants to get better and trying his hardest. And it takes a really long time wow uh yeah wow all right i don't know how to talk about this song in that case not because like just because like i don't know well first off i'm lucky enough to have not experienced something like that but also like i don't know i i it's 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 hard for me to figure out how to talk about this song in a way that gives it its due respect yeah i think that's fair because i because because i because one thing I will say, I really, really enjoyed the song. I think it's like, like I said, I really enjoy the um, the the sort of glitchy, broken uh, production. I think the vocals are, are like, I, I don't know. I think the song is really, really good. I do not know how to talk about it for the purposes of this show. Um, well, Jack Antonoff has said like before that he doesn't really mind people not liking it. It is more of like, a th- and obviously that's, that's not where you're going, but like he doesn't mind people like discussing it in different ways because it came out like in 2014 and it's been now like 16 years since this happened and it was more of him just sort of getting out the feelings than like sure. really wanting to tell the story properly. Um, right, so I think, yeah. Like, and, and I sort of bought this because when I first heard it it was summer and I listened to it and I was like okay this is like a really interesting song and then I read the lyrics and I was like oh this is really fucking sad um, because uh, a lot of people get seasonal depression right and seasonal depression sure, is usually yeah. um, a winter affliction because you're not getting enough uh-huh. vitamin D you're staying inside more you're feeling more isolated and separated from the people around you like maybe your support Yo, network stuff like that I'm fucking, I'm fucking inside isolated and separated 24 7 365 Fully, I am a hermit um, mm-hmm. but I get seasonal depression in summer uh, mm-hmm. because throughout my whole life when it gets to school holiday season or whatever break or time off or the holidays um it's sort of this weird awful gray area for me where i'm busy but i'm also not doing anything i'm getting gifts to people and i'm trying my hardest to make everyone happy but i'm not actually feeling anything and it is this huge oncoming slow of depression and i don't know how to deal with it yet i need to see people about it and this song is kind of the epitome of that feeling to me because it's this like really up here, like glitchy, fun, poppy kind of like interesting alternative song. Um, and it's explaining this awful tragedy and, and feeling like you can't live like a normal person. And I really related to that. Um, God, I, I, I'm still like looking at this, uh, these lyrics from verse three. That's, um, I go up to my room and there's girls on the ceiling, cut out their pictures and I chase that feeling of an 18 year old who didn't know what loss was. Now I'm a stranger. And I miss the days of a life still permanent. Watching from the danger. (laughs) Thank you. 
Um, and I think that's really interesting because he's just like, I'm trying to act like a that's normal That's not person. the... Li- I said watching from the danger, like that was a real thing. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, all right. <laughs> that's... Why did it take me so long to realize that that's not even remotely an understandable sentence? You tell me. Oh, a brain bad? <laughs> Aren't all our brains bad on this bitch of an app? Yeah. Um, and I think it's interesting sort of going through the motions and sort of emulating people around you to sort of figure out how you're supposed to be feeling because um, you don't actually know how to feel, especially with depression. It's not feeling sad. It's feeling nothing at all. Um, yeah. and, and he's just sort of like, it- I guess I'll do this. I don't think it's working. <laughs> you, you know what? Like, I relate to that bit a lot. And and to tie it into something completely different. Um, but like, because, you know, very, very recently, uh, I, I sort of realized that, whoops, I'm fully asexual. Mm-hmm. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Um, and like, trying to, at, at, like... I feel like, you know, with all aspects of my queerness, but I feel like especially with that, like, for basically all of my life, I was just, like, mimicking others and pretending and convincing myself that, you know, that, like, that, like, trying to force myself to have those sorts of feelings. Yeah. Um... And when in truth, like, you know, it never really ever made sense to me and just sort of, yeah. I don't know. Like, and obviously, like, the comparison between my experience and his experience is very slight, mm. very small. The comparison is, is such a stretch. But no, no, I don't think it is because I, I definitely know what you mean of like, you feel isolated, you feel like you need, like you exist in a community um, and you don't feel the same as people that you're supposed to feel the same as, like the whole reason that you're in that community and you're sort of just trying to get along and not seem like an outsider and not seem like you have no idea what the fuck you're doing. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think that that's a very similar feeling to how he's describing it. Well, yeah, maybe. But the context is so far removed. The context is very different. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Like, it's, it's wild to me how much of my life I've spent, like, not understanding what the fuck i'm feeling or experiencing and just misinterpreting it and being such a goddamn fool as as much as we like to believe that we are not experts in our own emotions and it's really hard to be yeah that's why you go therapy it's how to learn to not to be a different person but to understand the processes that your brain goes through to make you feel different things and to talk Mm -hmm. about it Mm -hmm. in a way that is completely honest and not how you talk to yourself how do you talk to other people um yeah so it's hard and i think it's really i'm very proud of you for sort of figuring yourself out um and and discovering this about yourself and finally like quote-unquote admitting it to yourself and to other people um and to not be ashamed of that and to be okay with that i think that's very brave of you thank you that 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 right there y'all y'all can't see it neither can miles but that put a very genuine smile in my face uh but yeah do you have do you have anything left to to say about this song i think i'm good i just wanted to bring it i wanted to share it i wanted to talk a bit about how summer isn't always the happy season for everyone yeah yeah anyway um yeah so i guess i get you know what i guess we're all good there you know what i get 
I, I guess I guess we can I guess we, we can, can wrap take this it to up. The break. I think we can maybe maybe take it to the break there. I think you know we've we checked all fine? the boxes. Um, let me check my watch that I'm not wearing. God, let me check my fridge. Uh, now, Miles. Mm-hmm. Now, what I said definitely tied in to the whole "is it time to go to the break" thing. Mm-hmm. How does how does checking your fridge tie in to that? Okay, picture this. I'm setting up a. A, uh, what is it? A fantasy, a, a visual. I'm setting up a visual for you. Imagine okay. this. It's me. Okay. I'm squatting in front of my fridge. I go, I don't know what time is it. Then I open it and I pull out a carton of milk and go, it's twelve thirty. And then that's the end of the video. This is pretty good, right? Now, is that a vine? No, but it should be. Because <laughs> <laughs> that because that feels like a vine reference that you're making. It is. I mean, if it is, then I haven't seen it, and that's kind of scary. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, I'll make hey, it when Vine Two comes out. Yeah, when Vine Two comes out. Hey, is TikTok just Vine? It's um, it's Badlands Vine. It's like dark. It's not dark Vine because that's overplayed. It's bad. It's the hyenas den from Lion King. It's the Bone Graveyard. It's and then there's also Musically, which musically. I don't know anything about. <laughs> not well, musically. This- it's musically. Well, shut the fuck up, because musically is just a word. Yeah, you can't so call your Vine. app something that's. So is TikTok. Well, well, TikTok is spelled differently, so I give it. Oh, a... that's true. Actually, you are correct. I, I give it a pass. Mm-hmm. But yeah, music um, musically is more for um shirtless fourteen year olds, um lip syncing to Justin Bieber songs. How much experience do you, because it seems like you have a lot of experience on all of these apps. I don't do anything except for go on the internet. <laughs> that is true. You know what? That's real. Uh, you know what? what? Fucking fair. Fair and valid. Thank Let's you. take it to the break. Take it to the break. Take it to the break. Hey everyone! How long can you extend that for? Like, if you took in as much breath as you could, how long could you say everyone for? Uh, welcome back. <laughs> Where the fuck did Mars go? <laughs> so, to answer your question, uh, about that long. Okay. <laughs> Love that. I hated it. <laughs> good bit. Good, good bit. Love it. This is Love a good. This is a good energy that we're bringing into the into the second half of the show. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of good energy, I have some a bit of breaking news. Uh. All right. What up? We're back to the quiz corner. Whoa! Holy shit! It's been a fucking grip, huh? It's been a while because I was lazy and didn't want to write. <laughs> uh. This damn, is what it's all like right. to be in a D and D party with me. So. <sighs> Because there is a story. Mm-hmm. Uh, do we want to catch folks up? Okay, yeah. Um, last time on the quiz corner. <laughs> I tried to buy a sandwich. Yeah, that's about it. Now, uh, last time on the quiz corner, you went to the... Um, 
how purgatory um <laughs> was gonna Did, try and finagle it into something different but you went to purgatory um right yeah uh and then you met virgil and virgil started taking you down a big stupid staircase that was really nasty because you only answered one question right yeah uh yeah i did not remember see the fun thing about this segment Mm -hmm. is that um it is the most uh like (laughs) it is like the hardest to explain part of this show oh to like people that don't listen or even to people that do to be honest (laughs) how would you explain it hit me with that why are we like we're doing a D and D? It's not D and D. We're doing a a quiz RPG thing mm-hmm. in the middle of our show. Mm-hmm. That's only sometimes music related. Mm-hmm. This one's pretty music related. Good. The universe isn't, but whatever. Okay, I need to get back into character. <clears throat> yeah. <Didn't> do <clears throat> Walnut, okay, okay, so. okay so your character is literally let, just you so let i need to find my i need to remember how i did my character voice was <laughs> I it i think it was, was german it like, was it like this i think it was like this no i'm pretty sure you had a german accent no i definitely didn't mars <laughs> what <laughs> do not cut that holy shit oh no I hi did it again. i'm mars <laughs> You fucking uh, son of a bitch. Can we, can we please get into the quiz No, that's so funny. Now. Okay. I'm going to put on my DM voice. It's very sultry. Okay. <clears throat> you descend the staircase with Virgil, uh, and you come across another- Hey, Virgil, where does the staircase go? He, sa- <laughs> he says, down. <laughs> <laughs> I, can, I, can, I can see that, my, my, my bud. And then you come- Finally, to a door. You went down hey, a trap Virgil, door. So behind this, well, hey, Virgil, what's behind this door? Okay, now, okay. <laughs> he says, um, did Virgil have a voice? What I don't know. Virgil? I should have re-listened. <laughs> we all should have. This is a Virgil's voice now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Somebody right. stop. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. You come down the stairs and there is a mahogany door. And Virgil says... This is the first layer. We're going to go down the door. Okay. (laughs) And then you open the door. And then what you see in front of you is a Mediterranean-style city that's sprawled low and white. There is, in front of you, a crystalline ocean with people moving uh, throughout the streets and throughout the ocean, sort of draped in fabrics, lots of linens. And They're just walking in the ocean? We're... Yeah, I mean, what the fuck do you do in the ocean? You swim, I guess. That's the answer. Yeah. They're hanging yeah, out in the s- ocean. They do ocean things okay. in the ocean. Okay. The ones in the ocean are naked. Oh, well, I shouldn't be looking at them. Then don't, coward. I don't. Okay. I don't. I don't look at them. <laughs> You put some sunglasses on. Um, <laughs> and yeah, when you come through the door, there's a person there holding sunglasses. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, thank you. They thank say you. it's uh, really I'll... sunny here because everything's so white, you get blinded really easily. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'll take these heart shaped ones. Oh, hell yeah. Gonna draw that. Thank you. Uh, okay, so Virgil says. <clears throat> I'm not going to do the Jim Carrey thing again. Here, no, please do. Oh, okay. What the fuck does Jim Carrey thing? What the fuck does 
all I know how to say is somebody stop me. Um, we'll just extend that into a into a voice. Here is the afterlife for the passionate Perfect. and the creative. <laughs> hey Virgil, I I don't think I said it before. Um, yeah, but uh, that's a really you've got a really beautiful voice. Thank you. Everyone always told me when I was a baby how much I sounded like a goblin. Also, <laughs> listeners won't know this, and Mars won't know this, but I've hunched my uh, shoulders up to my ears when I'm doing that voice. It's the only way to do it, really. Yeah. I don't think your diaphragm really expands in the right way unless you, you unless got you really hot joke like this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to stop doing that. <laughs> Virgil puts his shoulders down. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Virgil mm-hmm. says, uh, this is the afterlife for the passionate and the creative types. Um, there are much uh, choirs, and there's a lot of lounging around, and sort of just being and beautiful being and being cool. nude, apparently. Being nude. It's like all the rage down here. Um, it's mm. really fun and sick. Uh, everyone wants to come here. It's one of the most popular destinations. You kind of love it. Eh, I don't really go for, for tourist traps, but okay, I'll give it a shot. That's fair. Also, we're not stopping here for very long because we're going oh. all the way down. Oh, okay. Uh, cool. So uh, he starts to lead you, um, sort of sometimes having to like grab your arm because there's a lot of like crowds and shit moving through the streets. Hey, there's a ow. lot of people around. But uh, you're still wearing your pumps. You... <laughs> well, of course I am. Cobblestone, uh, right? Yeah. Uh, it's... it's... Uh, he's grabbing my arm less because uh, of the crowds and more because, you can't because yeah, because it's like I keep like stumbling. You can always do the girl after the club thing and take them off. Nah, nah, they're such a look. That's true. Are your feet hurting? Oh, always. That's a character choice. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> So, uh, and much like you saw sort of um, in the floor just above, uh, there's parts of this like Mediterranean style city that have been built onto um, pieces that look more maybe 1800s, some that look like they were from like the 21st century. Um, There are like 15 subways. Yeah, there's lots of websites. Um, No, the the subway man went to purgatory because he is a... (laughs) He went to hell, actually. He stayed in purgatory ah. for about two months, just enough to, to build a website, then he went to hell. Um, ah. That's canon. Um, that's canon. <laughs> add it Add it to the wiki. <laughs> add it to the wiki that we don't have. We don't have. God. We're... I hope that we get a wiki one day. That's a goal. So there's lots of... um. So everything's still pretty low. Like, there aren't, like, any skyscrapers or anything. But there are some taller buildings that have, like, lots of glass, and it's very, like schmick and modern um and everywhere there's a lot of like sort of hessian fabrics draped so like you're sort of protected from the sun while walking through the streets and everything is sort of in pastels and whites uh and like browns and sandy colors Mm -hmm. and it's all very pretty it's it's designed to be very aesthetically gentle and very beautiful um and from a sort of coliseum near you you can hear a choir of people sort of harmonizing gently um and there are yeah. some people sort of buying fruits or not buying because there isn't money here, but they're getting fruits. They just be getting them. Um, there are people drinking pina coladas. It's very summery, fun, beachy, cool times. Love it. How do you feel about being here? You know, what? a little too crowded, a little too, uh, little too energetic for my tastes. Mm, okay. 
Well, maybe you're like the next floor down then. Okay. So you make your way towards what is standing just in the middle of a square, and it is a rosewood door. And there is, again, a little knocker on it uh, that Uh, Virgil leads you to. These knockers. These knockers. Oh, no. Points to tits. These knockers. Sorry, ma'am, not you. Oh no! I know you're nude, but that's not a thing. That is not. <laughs> she she lowers her hand that she raised to slap you. With. It is not something that anyone should say to anyone at any time. That's true. Uh, okay. okay. So this this I presume you're going to speak to me, Knocker, and tell give me questions and shit. The Knocker says, "Hell yeah, bud! What up? Let's party." Um, Virgil sort of, like, stands, uh, to the side and, like, sort of crosses his arms and waits, um, because as we've established, he's not allowed to answer. That'd be very bad for you and your afterlife experience if he did for you. Uh, we haven't established why, just that- You haven't asked him why. I figured he would just say. Oh, maybe he won't. I guess not. And you know what? That's, we're just gonna have a verbal standoff on that one. We're just gonna stare at him. Then the knocker goes- Wow, okay, pretty awkward. Question one. (laughs) Yeah, thanks. Thanks for breaking the silence, bud. All right. While you're still making direct eye contact with (laughs) Yeah, no, I want to be clear. I am making direct eye contact with Virgil throughout the entirety of this quiz segment. I love that. The Stratocaster is a model of which guitar maker? Well, fuck off. A. Gibson. B. Bendetto. Or C. Fender. Uh, Would you do me a favor and explain what literally any of those words mean? Uh, Stratocaster is a model of a guitar. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, it's a, a, and then, a then type of guitar. And then those other three are other also ones, models of guitars. And the other ones are, I believe, people that have designed different guitars. Oh. So oh, who designed oh. the Stratocaster? Okay. Who, who designed it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Could you give me those options again? A. Gibson. B. Bendetto. Or C. Fender. God damn, I, j- this one just means nothing to me. That's fair. Uh, I'm gonna go, here's what I'm gonna do for you. Mm-hmm. What are you gonna do for me? So what I'm gonna do for you is, uh, being that this is an, uh, is an RPG, mm-hmm. what I'm gonna do for you is I'm gonna roll the six-sided die. <laughs> yep. On a one to two, I'm gonna choose A. Two to three, I'll choose B. Uh. Five and six, juicy. Okay. And uh, roll the bone. I'm gonna roll the bone. <laughs> that's not. That's not something people say. I mean, roll, roll them bones. bones. Sure. But just roll a singular bone. Roll my bone. I would rather not. So I'm gonna be going with uh, C. Fender. The dice gods have smiled upon you, Mars. <laughs> <laughs> for it is C, Fender. That, thank you, thank you, I'm gonna keep you around, actually. I'm not gonna put you back in my dice lucky, bag just yet. Lucky dice. You gotta have lucky dice, listen. Yeah. Okay, question two. Which inventor developed the solid body electric guitar that made rock and roll possible? Okay. A lot of who invented which guitar questions. Indeed. Turns out when you start running out of music-related questions, you get down to some dad rock shit. Is it A, Les Paul or Les Paul? I can't remember how to say it. B, Uh Jerry Gibson or C, Freddie Fender? Oh, no. (laughs) Les Paul, Jerry Gibson, Freddie Fender. Oh, why would you do this to me? I wonder. Uh, okay. Well, the dice did good for me once. 
Maybe it'll do good for me again. I'm picturing you on the cobblestone popping a squat with the dice. Oh no, yeah, that's that's canon. Oh, with a die rather. So I will be going with uh, B. Jeremy Gibson. Uh, I'm so sorry, Mars. It was Les Paul. I knew it was. Here's the thing. I knew it was. Then why didn't you? This is the door speaking. Then why I, didn't I mean, you? Because here's the thing. Once I get committed to a bit, there's no stopping me. This is what happened with SpongeBob. It is. Well, no, with SpongeBob, I actually. Then you finally guessed Ed Sheeran. Yeah. But for the second um, one, you went with fucking SpongeBob. It it did happen before with Jaden Smith. That's true. Um. Okay. Can I change my answer? You can. Yeah. No, because I gave you the answer. You bastard. Well, I knew it. The door says, "All right, I. You know what? You are committed to the bit. I'll. I'll count it as like a point five. Yeah, give give me half a point on that one. Mm-hmm. That's fine. For this one, you don't really have to goof or anything if you know the answer. <laughs> or you can uh, just lie to Miles about what you rolled. <laughs> hey, I d- I don't lie. You don't lie. Everyone lies. I try not to. I don't lie to doors. Oh, that's true. Can't lie to doors. It's possible. All right, question three. Of Pink Floyd's four most popular albums, which one came out first? This is probably Mm. one you're going to roll the dice for, I'm guessing. We'll see. A, Wish You Were Here, B, Dark Side of the Moon, or C, The Wall? Hmm. I'm actually not going to roll the dice for this one, and it's because um, generally the first album is the one that like most people haven't heard of and everyone's heard of of the wall and uh the other one you said Mm -hmm. so i'm gonna go with wish you were here is that your final answer uh yeah it was dark side of the moon really that was their first album yeah i know right wow that seems unlikely but there we are that's Wow, you learn something new every day, huh, Dor? You know, um, but look, like you can hear the sound of the the lock unlocking, but it doesn't swing open like it did. I see how it is. Mm-hmm. What do you do? I fucking kick that door down. Okay, in your pumps. Can you just? I, you have your dice on your desk, and I feel the need to utilize them now. <laughs> you you want you just me to roll make, a d twenty uh, for me? <laughs> Okay. All right. Let me let me just roll a d20 for you. Are, are you going to tell me what I have to pass? Nope. Just tell me the number. That that's fair because even though I don't lie, I might. Ooh. Ooh, that's ooh. Ooh, it's rough, bud. That's a 9 right there. Okay. Okay. So here's the deal. The door kind of buckles under your weight um and and shoves open with the aid of your pumps. Um, but unfortunately the, the foot that was sort of stabling you on the ground, you get it sort of caught in between two cobblestones and the heel snaps off. No, how Um, dare, how dare you make me lose my pump? And also now Virgil is giving you a look of, wow, cool. You just kicked the cosmic door. Nice going, asshole. Um, look, we've all done things that we're not proud of, Virgil. Okay. (laughs) He says, yeah, all right. I mean, I am like a sort of bastion of the the afterlife, so I kind of know all of that, and I know all of the bad deeds and all the good deeds that you've done, but all right, let's keep going. And so you- How how do you quantify a good deed and a bad deed, Virgil? Let's get into a philosophical debate now. 
debate me, Wrong Virgil. thing to say, Mars, because I was a philosophy major. Let's fucking party. <laughs> <laughs> hey, t- tell me where to s- tell me where fucking Socrates is so I can kick his dick off. He's in hell, and you know that. As you descend the even worse staircase, it's crumbly, it's dank, there are spiders everywhere. Virgil looks now, very Virgil, unhappy. Virgil, did you think that when we, when you took me on this journey that it would go so, so very poorly? Uh, he says, well, I never really know what's going to happen, and as poorly as this is going, I'm glad that I'm doing it. Are you? Yeah, I want you to be in the right place. I want everyone to be in the right place. Uh, appreciated, Virgil, for sure. I did just kick your cosmic door. I really didn't enjoy that, but I bet the door enjoyed it even less. Yeah, we never really got- we just kind of breezed past- I never got to speak to the door about that. Yeah, kind of just breezed right past her, huh? Yeah, it was kind of a mean thing. That You're, you're compliant in that, too. Yeah, I'm Complicit. pretty much chaotic neutral, huh? Mm, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, you lose another heel, by the way, when you go down the stairs. It's, so it kind of evens out. Sort of my 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 heels break in the perfect way so that they even out and it's fine. It's actually like like three millimeters off, and it's just enough that you notice. It's just enough that you're thinking about it. I'm gonna need to get some new shoes. Yeah, Virgil says we can probably fix those up when we go to the next place. And so yeah, but also Virgil, like we could do a whole like shoe shopping episode then that'd be really we'll fun what do yeah you, what do you say <laughs> why not bud <laughs> and as you say why not bud the camera pans away and you we cut to the credits and that was and then the quiz and then we cut and then we cut to uh, and then the post credit scene appears oh God. and it's and you eating shawarma with virgil <laughs> i was gonna say fucking thanos <laughs> <laughs> we're eating thanos with virgil <laughs> We're eating Thanos. God, I wish that were me. Wait, which part of it? You know. I I don't. (laughs) Hey, Miles. Hey, Miles. What's your favorite song for this week? Oh, wow. Uh, I don't... Here's the thing. I never know how to come back from the quiz corner. Yeah, I don't have any aftercare for after the quiz corner yet. <laughs> yeah, I definitely need, need to get some, like... Some orange juice and a shoulder massage. Hey, hey, Miles. Hi, Miles. Um, what's my favorite song this week? Your favorite song this week? I don't fucking know. It's, um... No, no, it's Lo- it's La Bamba by Los Lobos. <laughs> was that in the podcast? Did we? Did we? It was us talking about La, Bob- La Bamba in the podcast? I can't. I remember. don't think so. <laughs> I don't think it was either. <laughs> that was a pre-recording bit, I think. Uh, so my new favorite for this week is Clarity by Homeboy Sandman. Okay, that's a name. It's a really good name. When you said, like, there's a song that I really like called Clarity, and I was like... Is it by Homeboy Sandman? And it wasn't by Homeboy Sandman. (laughs) And I was like, oh my god, Mars is going to bring a song that I know, but no. Yeah, sorry to disappoint you, I'm bringing... Today, I'm bringing Homeboy Sandman, let's go. Let's go. Uh, So this is a song that I actually saved a long time ago, and only recently found again on accident. Ah, yeah, yeah. 
it's one of those <laughs> but holy shit though uh and, and you know you'll hear it but this song is absolutely beautiful it is like a actually beautiful song oh i didn't um, expect that from homeboy sandman but i mean yeah truthfully here's like i don't know a whole lot about homeboy sandman I know he's from Queens, New York, um, and for anybody familiar, New York, and uh, for anyone familiar with New York rap, uh, you know, once you hear the song, you probably could have guessed that, okay. um, because, you know, the New York influence is he- is, is pretty heavy here, mm-hmm. and also, because with all New York rappers, he just he can't not bring up New York in every song. It's just, it's a compulsion. It's actually illegal not to. Uh, the other thing that I know about Humboy Sandman is that he's a total cutie, which I know from the video that for the song, where he's basically just taking a walk in the park. Oh, he is cute. Yeah, I, I like his beard. I like his really big beard. I do like his very big beard. Yeah, uh, but yeah, let's let's uh, with. Without any further ado, let's listen to the song. Much ado about nothing. Let's listen to the song. Much to do about Homeboy Sandman. Incredible content. The type of king who's always doing things with girls that normally don't be doing that type of thing. My energy source got breath like baby corn. I teleport to the world, be going way beyond. Flavors all filet me on and stay avoiding things that make me on. And isn't Nathan one of y'all could take me on? Focus when I focus when I don't, I'm hopeless when I do, I'm dopest Poop from finished surface, hopeless, hocus pocus Yo, speaking honestly, it's all an oddity of curiosities and oddities You follow? Yo, follow me, I work in tandem with the tragedy and comedy I broke away to start Sal. Um, I mean, okay, the video doesn't really, like, expand on the message of the song, Henry, but truthfully, I'm not sure that there is that much deep going on in the song. Yeah. You know, and I, and I think that's kind of the point, you know? It's all, it's all clear. Absolutely. It's, it's, you know, like, the, the production really sells it, too. It's, it's focused and ethereal. It was very but, ethereal. But one thing this video does a really good job of is showing how adorable Homeboy Sandman is. That's really good! He's like just because the whole video is just like uh, what i believe is happening is that the camera is like centered at a at a specific point and then it's just rotating mm-hmm. uh and he's just walking around in this in this public park and stuff is happening around him and there's some nice visual whooshes um and and he's he's just a big cutie pie the whole time it's very good uh there's this bit at the end where he just carefully steps over a cat big mood it's it's a big mood so um you know what i really enjoy about this what do you really enjoy about this it is one of my favorite examples of modern cinema techniques Mm -hmm. you know why why because after the advent of digital filming and being able to edit digitally uh, on films and stuff um it's been really easy and kind of encouraged for people to use different color schemes and different colored lighting and for about Mm -hmm. mm, 20 years up until pretty recently uh this was the biggest sort of color schemes was this teal and orange and it makes everything look like dope and saturated um and seriously like watch this music video it's fucking beautiful and now we're kind of moving into more pink purple blue the sort of buy flag color scheme (laughs) um yeah 
there's a couple fascinating videos about it. I'll definitely post them on Twitter. And it makes video clips and it makes movies and stuff look so much more like modern and interesting and it's a lot more visually uh, gripping. And I love seeing it in music videos like this. Also, After the Storm, like Carly Uchi's After the Storm, makes a big use of yeah. this, not through lighting, but just through like set pieces and stuff. And yeah, it yeah, yeah. really like grabs your attention. Like I loved like watching this. It was so fucking cute. I loved it. Yeah. To be honest, I don't honestly have a lot to say about this one. It's just a really, really beautiful, short song. I thought it was dope. It sounded like something that would be like, like, it sounds like the sort of indie song that would be like the weather on Welcome to Night Vale is very good. Yeah, yeah, you're right, yeah. Um, yeah, like, to be honest, the song is almost too perfect in the execution of its main and basically singular theme. Yeah. Like, it's it's all about clarity. It's all about being focused. And, like, I don't know. It's, it's, it's hard to talk about because you just say the thing yeah. that it is, and then that's it. <laughs> It's, it's one of my favorite themes in, like, R&B and hip-hop nowadays is, like, mm-hmm. I love this theme of, like, clarity and simplicity and also just, like, having a good mood, like, pretty happy song. Like, it's it's just sort of a yeah. nice, chill song. Like, it's hard to describe it otherwise, and I like this trend of people sort of unapologetically making happy music, happy, simple music. Yeah, I... I feel like this is a really good song to listen to if you just need to refocus on on something. Yeah, actually, you this know? would be a good like like maybe not a workout song, but if you're going for like a walk or something. Yeah, yeah, like a like a strolling song. It's very good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I I really don't have anything anything really more to say about it. I just really like it. It's just a really nice song. It it's just really pretty and simple. Yeah. And you know what? Sometimes all a song needs to be is pretty and simple. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, that's all I got. Woo! Hey, Miles. <laughs> they just trailed out there. Yum. <laughs> it's a, that's, I kind of said it like, like red, the Red Robin, the way they say Red Robin. The, the Red so Robin? I, it's, that's a restaurant here. Somebody oh, will get it. Red listening. Robin. Yum. That's all I know. It's from a vine. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, that that's what I was referencing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, you got I thought it. You were talking about um one of the bat children from Batman from Batman. Oh yeah, yeah. There is there is there is a bat there's, child there's named a, Red there's Robin. There's a Red Hood, there. and then there's also just Robin. Red Hood um uh, is Jason Todd, there... and he died in the Lazarus Pit. <laughs> yeah, you killed Jason Todd. I killed and resurrected Jason Todd. Excuse you. Okay, you wanna know my song? Uh, yes. Speaking of beautiful and simple. <clears throat> my song for this week is Freeing Song for the Reindeer by The Music Tapes. You're bringing another music tape bringing song. another music tapes. I think this is my own. That's okay. Song. I brought another Caliucci song this episode. So... <laughs> And I think I, I probably like the music tapes as much as you like Caliucci's, so that's fair. Which is weird. You have, uh, maybe we'll do a music tapes special one day. Oh, that'd be really nice. I don't really know if it's your type of music, though. <laughs> It, it's well it might not be but at the same time i've put you through doing so many like album specials that were solely my idea yeah 
Oh, yeah. So instead of doing an intro, like a, an intro, because I don't really have much to say, I would like to ask you, how is the Christmas music in both generally America and then like where you work? Uh, pretty bad. Um, at at work specifically, there are like five different versions of Frosty the Snowman, Ooh. like four different versions of Walking in a Winter Wonderland, uh, which are the same song, by the way. <laughs> Those two songs, just Frosty the, the Snowman and Walking, they're just the same song, exactly the same. When I um, had a job, um, our Christmas music. Because I worked sort of uh, over the Christmas break. Because um, it, it, the store was very hippy dippy, new agey. Um, sure. Like everyone there smoked weed. Um, that sort of store, and everyone had like white people dreadlocks, and we sold like like Native American headdresses. Sick. Um, mm, not great. That's pretty bad. Not great. Also, my manager was big fucking racist. Hated her. Um, but the fucking Christmas music that we played was like all different. Like it, it was actually kind of nice because there was like like south american covers of christmas songs and had like an interesting production and beat and like different lyrics and there was like sure 1930s style jazz covers and i was like okay yeah, now now all, all of all of the covers for the christmas songs at my work are all white people oh michael buble pretty much pretty much yeah everywhere pretty, else pretty much. in town is just 30 michael buble's some Justin Bieber's, just a lot of Taylor Swift's and shit. Mariah Carey's. All the Mariah Carey's. It get, like, shit, like, even the people that put it on, right, like the managers that put on the music, you can't enjoy this. You can't. It's impossible to hear fun songs for many hours a day, several times a week, and still like them, okay? <laughs> like, it's fucking impossible. Well, he- here's the deal. Uh... A little, little insight. The managers don't like the music either. Oh, no. <laughs> no one likes it. No one likes it's it. It's just that, like, it's just like, it's uh, fucking, it's what you do in December. Yeah. People should get more into finding fun cover CDs and stuff. Get some variety. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> I guess without further ado. <laughs> yeah, what's your song again? Freeing Song for Reindeer by The Music Tapes. All right, let's... Let's give it a listen. I, we've set it up so well. Set it up so well. So fucking well. All right. <clears throat> so i don't have super a lot to say about this song kind of like you did with your recent favorite um other than i found this through uh their tiny desk concert um mm-hmm. and also i listened just between you and me i didn't discover this that recently but i wanted to bring it for the holidays <laughs> Listen. well technically i didn't discover mine recently either it's just that i like forgot about it for so long which me too and i was like oh shit i forgot about this and then re-listened to it and i was like fuck i should bring this for the podcast um so this tiny desk was recorded in 2016 uh and is 20 minutes of pure holiday joy (laughs) it is incredible i love it and i had a moment where i was like i could just bring the whole thing and then i was like i'm not gonna make mars listen to 20 (laughs) minutes of this (laughs) because i'm not a help yeah yeah 
Because um, here's the thing. You might be right that maybe the music tapes is not my style of music, mm-hmm. really. And I think I think it's mainly because um, I don't generally go for like lo-fi, like uh, like very. I guess I guess I just j- don't go for folk music generally. Simple folk music, yeah. Yeah, like just a dude and a single guitar just going mm. off. It's not generally my thing. Which I knew that bringing this. Um... And I sort of had a moment of, like, I wasn't sure which one to bring because they there are five songs uh, for the Tiny Desk, which is The First Noel, Praying Song for Reindeer, Jesus' Blood, Takashi and Elijah, and That You, Santa Claus? Um, and I wasn't sure which one to bring. I feel like I I was going to bring Jesus' Blood, and then I was like, like, this is a bit too avant-garde to bring to the podcast um, because it's well, strange hey. as fuck. <laughs> I mean, it's called Jesus Blood. It's called Jesus Blood, and the lyrics are, Jesus Blood <laughs> never failed me. Jesus Blood never failed me yet. Um, and it's sung by a drunk man from the 80s. Um, so, listen, I'll send it to you later. You can decide if I could have brung it. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, next year. Hey, next year. Uh, and also, is that you, Santa Claus? Is just wait. Like we fun. also haven't done our Christmas episode yet, so there's still time. Yeah, but I know what I'm going to bring for the Christmas episode. Okay. Yeah. Well, I could bring this for also my favorite. Listen, I have so many fucking holiday songs. I'm the worst. Okay. Because I want to bring an Australian Christmas song. That's a spoiler. I'm bringing an Australian Christmas song. Um, we'll get into it later. We'll get into it later. Um, and I was going to bring maybe is that you, Santa Claus? Because that's a bit more like fun and jazzy and like, ooh, and it's kind of spooky and weird um, because it's implying that Santa Claus is like a serial killer. Anyway, um, <laughs> I. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, and there was a post, uh, I think it was like a Twitter post or whatever, uh, but it was basically just like. Uh, all Christmas songs are um, either, like, for some reason, uh, in a lot of Christmas songs, Santa is either, like, you know... An adulterer. Yeah, like, for some reason, a lot of songs are like, Santa's hot, right? <laughs> you'd fuck Santa, right? Yeah, you'd fuck Santa. Nobody lie, you'd fuck Santa, right? <laughs> it is weird, like, it's either, yeah, uh, you'd fuck Santa, he's an adulterer, he's a murderer... <laughs> Um, mm-hmm. or he's an alcoholic. Yeah, and I think it's because adults don't have any sense of wonder or yeah, you know, they're all bastards. Yeah, fucking adults. We're we're adults. We're now. adults now. Jeez, I mean, I've been an yeah. adult for a, a, a while, but yeah. Yeah, me too. Me too. As a matter of fact. God, one mm. day I'll die. Yeah, won't that be uh, meaningless in the grand scheme of things? I thought you were going to say, won't that be fun? <laughs> I was really scared. Can I say? I was uh, really I, scared. I, I almost. Pretty bad. And then I decided, and then I decided not to. Pretty bad. Um, so, you want to know why I bought Frank Song for the Reindeer? Cool. Uh, because I was wrong, wrong and there's actually no guitar in this at all. It is a banjo, but sure. There's, there's actually not a banjo, according to the track info. Isn't it? Oh, are you on Genius Lyrics? Yeah. Because that's wrong as shit. Oh, okay. Because I was looking through the lyrics and I was like, this isn't the song. 
I don't know if they like mucked oh, okay. it up or like if they have like a different version of the song or something. It's a bit weird. Um, so I looked it up on like a forum what the lyrics for this song are. Um, I assumed it was a banjo or like a mandolin or something. I don't know shit about shit. I don't know shit about fuck my guy. Um, okay, so I bought t- <laughs> whatever the song is, Tied Song for the What is it? Fucking freeing song for the reindeer. Or for reindeer. Because I've never had a winter Christmas or winter holiday. Um Right, because that's just not how uh um, not the how seasons work. Temperature or seasons or time or location yeah. works. Uh, and I've never been out yeah. of this country before. I've only been out of state a couple times. But someday... Someday I would love to have uh, a white Christmas. I'm dreaming of, you could say. Um, you, you could say that. Would you, though? I wouldn't. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and I wanted to bring this because it is a very, like, hypnotic, slow song. Um, and it, I didn't bring yeah, it because absolutely. it's, like the most beautiful or like the most like captivating or whatever i bought it because it just makes me feel cold in the best way possible it makes it like comforts me with how sort of cold it is and how sort of simple and droning it is it makes me feel similar to kali uchi's but in a cold way i guess where she's warm Huh. is that it makes me feel very isolated and very insular. Um, and I think you're the first person I've ever shared the music tapes with, um, and by extension, our listeners. Uh, and that was a really weird experience for me because I'd been listening for so long to this music that was so strange and cold and weird and not uh-huh. entirely easy to listen to, sort of challenging. Um, and I really just like it. And I don't have a reason for why I should should i it's a very honest sound i kind of like lo-fi stuff because of how honest and how earnest it sounds because people can be crying through it people can be screaming it uh and it's the most joyous thing for me to hear um and that's very christmas to me it is the most pure and honest expression of joy and of symbols of christmas it's all about freeing songs for reindeer um and that's a very simple and odd concept and i really like listening to it it's very cozy Again, you always end up being so much more like, like you always have like a really good reason why you like something. (laughs) And then I'm just like, whatever, it's, it sounds good, I guess. That's a good reason to like a song that is entirely audio based. Yeah, but yeah, but you've got a story. Kid, you got a story. (laughs) Kid, you and you also had it. another different story earlier in the show. Yeah. And so I feel like Don't feel bad. Well, I don't feel I don't feel like anything really oh. about it. Okay. But <laughs> okay, that's good. Uh but uh I don't know. I'm just like, wow. You're a cool guy. Oh, thanks. He's got cool <laughs> cool and interesting things to say. Thank you. I like this song. Yeah. I don't as much, but I'm glad that you really like it and <laughs> I, like, and, like, listening to you talk about it, like, really made me, like, I don't know. I love hearing about, and I brought this up before, but I love hearing about how things can affect people in ways that, like, are, like, basically unexpected to everyone else, you know? Yeah, because they're lived experiences that you haven't explained before. Yeah, yeah, like, 
yeah, every, everyone's got stuff that they, like, have a deep personal connection to that, like, doesn't make sense to anybody else. Yeah. And I, you know, I love hearing about stuff like that. So, so thank, so thank you for sharing. Thank you for listening to me. I ramble a lot. Yeah, we all do. This, this, this half of the recording's gone on for an hour. <laughs> well, it's because I did a quiz corner. Yeah, that's true. Um, all right, well... Is is that is that all we got for today's show? That's all I gotta say. All right. Well, with with that, I think uh, I think that might be that might be it for that us. That might be curtains on this one. That might be curtains. That might be that might be a wrap. Uh, hey, hey! Thank you so much for listening to Artificial Ghost Radio. If you have a suggestion for next week's show or have a song that you want to recommend, you can find us on Twitter at ArtGhostPod or at our Gmail at ArtGhostPod at gmail.com. Oh, we should do a quick uh, shout out to the person that did our very first fan art, uh, which is Subwoofer on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, at Subwoofer. Mm-hmm. Uh, let, let me let me get the proper spelling of I, that. I can do that. <laughs> no, I got okay. it. Okay. So they are at uh, five uh, U B W zero zero F E R. Did our very first fan art, uh, and it is absolutely delightful. It is, you know, it's obviously very. It, it, it's it's very simple. It is just, you know, my phone, and then you coming out saying "gay dick," and it's great. It's really good. Uh, it's something so, I can really show my parents. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so thank you, thank you very much for 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 drawing that. Where it was, it was a wonderful surprise to, for us to find. Um, and uh, okay. Anyway, so we do a listener suggestion special every couple of months to show off songs that uh, that have been sent in by all of you. So uh, so don't hesitate to share with us. Uh, you can also give us a rating on Apple Podcasts if you like, and uh, and if you enjoy the show, uh, we would really appreciate it if you uh, shared it with a friend who you think might like it. Uh, word of mouth is really the only way that we that we are able to uh, get our show out there, so uh, so it would really mean a lot to us. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you once again for listening, and we will see you on the other side. Should I do another ghost noise? Um. You know what? You've been doing a lot of ghost noises at the end of the show. Why don't you mix it up with some different noises? Okay. Um, I don't know how cats sound. Wow. Meow. Meow. My cat sounds more like. My cat sounds more like. <laughs> I was hoping you were going to do that. <laughs> <laughs>